Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is December 6th, 2015. My name is Eric Peterson. Joining me today, Miss Jess Clarkson. Hello. Hi, Jess. How are you? Not bad. How are you? Good. Glad to have you back. Oh, thank you. We got Dan Curtis. Hey. Hi. Hi. And the Hi. one and only Mr. Yom Brader. <laughs> Yom Brader. Brilliant. It's nice a soft to see you. Tea. Yeah. Has he changed his surname as well? Well, yeah, it's in honor of our game for this week. Okay. Tom Brader. Oh my God. Bottom Billing and Yom Brader. I just have <laughs> no respect here. It's because you missed because you missed last week. I was going to oh, say yeah, it's because you didn't come in with your entrance sound. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is it this time for that? There's always time for the ham horn. <laughs> How's yeah. everybody doing? Great. Yourself? Good. Good. Good man. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> Recovering from yesterday. Why you were wasted? Uh, well, the mother and I decided to go to a giant art festival, and then afterwards we went to a brewery and oh god, had a little too much to drink. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Chinese Cultural Center and played our favorite yeah. game of go in and buy food that you can't read the packaging. God, such an awful game. <laughs> oh, you're going to play it next March. You want to try, try going to Japan? It's hilarious. It's like a gamble every time you go. It's pretty much the same thing. It's just ridiculous yeah. food. If there's any had, English um, on the package, or if you have to, if if you search for it and you can find it, like if it's not readily apparent, then it's okay to get. So we came out with, I think, something, some fruit called rajbatan. They look like really spiky, hairy testicles that you peel the skin off of and eat the sweet fruit of within just like normal testicles oh duh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know how to spell it raj 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 to i don't know like r-a-j there's a t in there somewhere rat bud rat bajan fruit no idea (laughs) god it, it looked terrible yeah, I was I was sending Tom pictures of things from oh, that store. Oh, that's what that was. They looked like conkers. Uh-huh. No, no, no. The the thing that I sent in the whole chat was the durian fruit, the the diaper fruit. Mm-hmm. But they kept it deep frozen because it smells so bad. So why do people have this? Because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting no like. Google results for your pronunciation. I have I have a map of Rajputan. Rajputan fruit. It's a fruit, is what it is. But I don't know how to spell it. It's R A something. J A N. Huh. Rajputan fruit. Like B A J A. Did you find it, Dan? Yes. Is it red? Yes. How do you spell it? Rambutan. R A M butan. That's not right. It is. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Aren't these just lychee? I don't know. We just bought a package of them because we're like, those look awful. They look like furry lychee. 
it might just be lychee, but I don't know. I sent Tom a picture of me with half of one of those hairy things hanging out of my mouth. But do you ever buy like Not candy for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what, Jess? Um, if you ever buy like the canned lychees, always, always make me think of testicles while we're still on the testicle subject. Like it's just well, there's really... a there's a nice hard nut in the middle of these ones too. Yeah, the pit. Mm. Yeah, the mm. nut. Just just or just just opening this um, kind of things, just reflecting on testicles. <laughs> Reminds me of Andrew. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I've got a can of Andrew. Oh, God. Andrew. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> it shouldn't happen. I, I see what you did there, you funny bastard. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> please, please do. <laughs> How did I think there was a J in there? Like, I wasn't even close. Rajbatan? For, for the same reason there's a Y in Yom. Yeah, it's Yom Brader. <laughs> Yom Brader. <laughs> Yeah, so I sent Tom a bunch of other pictures of giant jumbo squid. I think that's what it was. Fuck um, no, it could have been, you could have told me it was anything and I would have believed you. Giant bull penis. Yes. Um, a variety then, of flying fish eggs. I, yeah, I've had the fish eggs before. Because you can get like sushi with fish yeah, eggs on them, yeah, right? Tobiko. That's, like, that's fine. Tobiko. But the, the the thought that your daughter was eating spiked testicles. Oh, she loved it. She more, <laughs> more. <laughs> well, they she can't. I'm sure they can't be that bad. No, they're really actually very good. Oh, okay. But my favorite was the giant. Appealing. My favorite was the giant uh, um, tank full of fish. And there are people there. They just like they walk up and they're like, I want that one. I think oh, I just man. sent you guys a picture of it. Looks savage. And they pull it out, cut the head off, and hand it to you. Oh, dear. It's a good place. Oh, I'm distracted by the first picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, did you just I notice just, that? I just found that. So <laughs> when I introduced Tom to corn dogs and all their gloriousness, apparently there was a very disgusting lady at the counter behind us. But, like, I just don't understand. Like, I feel like, was it Pride? Was there no. a race? No. I feel yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for the EDM festival. Yeah. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But even still, I mean, <laughs> there comes a point when you still look in a mirror. And, and you think, maybe today this isn't appropriate. <laughs> That's probably... <laughs> but usually what goes through these people's heads is, yeah, I look good. Like, you know she looked in a mirror and decided, good enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should describe the picture so it's not so mysterious. I'm going to let Tom is, describe it. There's just much ass. That's all you Thank need you very know. much. Um, so <laughs> let's see here. This is basically a girl in the background of this photo of me and Eric in Vegas. And she's raved up in bright colors. So she's got pink furry boots, some kind of fishnet type tights that go to her thighs. Then these big fullback black, Great I don't know, they're, they're like shorts, but they're definitely, there's more ass on show than It's fabric. like a bodysuit. Is it? like Okay. I think it's a swimsuit yeah. with a belt. Oh, yeah. 
it's one it's a one piece with a belt to make it look like it's uh yeah, and then she's got long purple hair, and she's you she's just basically one super underdressed. Point is that the swimsuit is at least three sizes too small. Yeah, I mean, I was treading carefully on that one. And she's ordering from Pizza Hut, <laughs> and is she has a floral Hut? crown. Yeah, it's a tiara. Yeah, I mean, actually, she doesn't look as bad as some of the others that we saw there. But she but doesn't she look was... good as as good as most of the others that we saw. But I just feel like <laughs> I don't want to judge anyone, but wearing that to a pizza place in public, I think, is very different than wearing it to a rave. Jess, you've been to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, America as a whole doesn't give a shit, but America in Vegas doesn't give a shit at all. Fair. Yeah, a whole new level. Yeah. Do you guys have a culture, though, of people wandering around in pajamas? Oh, the God, that just drives me nuts. Same we have that at, like, university. There was somebody yesterday in a shop in front of me, and I was just, I was just staring at the back of the head going, what are you doing? Well, and they wear those, like, those, those fleece pajama pants when they go out, and they're always dirty. They're never clean. Mm. Sexy. You'll find that at Walmart. I've yeah, I really look that. forward to going to Walmart. I can't wait. That's my highlight. I've got this, this huge list of shit to do when Tom comes over, and at the top of it is take him to ghetto Walmart. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the one where the store manager got murdered in the parking lot. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Good luck, Tom. Sounds, yeah, I was going to say good luck. It's dangerous. Why am I going back to the desert? Don't they sell guns in Walmart, though? Yeah. They sell ammunition, so, don't they? We'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, they sell everything. Everything. Well, we're on the America track. How the frick is Donald Trump winning? (laughs) You know why? Please explain this to me. You know why? And without delving into a political podcast, because that's the last thing we want to do, for a large majority of people, while yes, he does lack what we tend to consider to be tact. Um, I thought you were going to go for intelligence there. Too That's many, what I was. Too many politicians tell people what they want to hear instead of what they're actually, you know, they, they they tread way too lightly around a lot of issues. Whereas Donald Trump comes out and goes, "Look, this is how shit is. This is what we need to do." And yeah, it offends some people, but based on the polls, more people agree with him and say, "Look, this is getting out of hand. We actually need to do something about some of these issues instead of trying to appease everybody." But not even that, just like, could you imagine the Wikipedia page about him? Like, oh, the whatever president of America, his background is reality shows and bad You do realize that that Tom Reagan, not Tom Reagan, (laughs) Ronald Reagan. Where's this going? (laughs) You do realize that Ronald Reagan was a Hollywood movie star. Yeah, Tom, remember that time you were president of the U.S.? I know, (laughs) yeah. Was he good? Yes, he was phenomenal. That's the Reagans for you. Until your <laughs> grandpa fucked up and spelled your last name wrong and ruined your legacy. <laughs> yeah, that's the true story. My great granddad or something misspelled my surname on on some sort of uh well, could have been king of America by now. <laughs> Spell his name wrong. Yeah, so now we're the most weird spelling of Reagan out there. Reagan. Ragen. Yeah, it's Ragen. Yom Ragen. Yomus. <laughs> Yomus. So there you go. But, but yes, Jess, it's kind of along the same... It's, 
it's yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't want to delve into politics. He'll probably but the win. Two pay, like really, America? It is not that's... a two pay. There is no way that's a two pay. Okay, like comb a over. Serious then. gust of wind would blow it off. That hair is awesome. terrible. No, if you're, not, if you're not seeing the pictures of him when he's in wind, they're just the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> is it like Boris Johnson? <laughs> yeah, I love those pictures. <laughs> I just feel like yeah, like if he's not honest enough to like legitimately realize that he has a comb over and he's going bald. Do you really think he's going to be honest enough to like run your country? I think he would be. Well, a lot of men are like that. They cling onto the island in the center. Oh no. <laughs> I'm, I recognize the fact that yes, I'm going to go bald someday. And when that day hits, I'm just going to shave it down. I'm not going to try to yeah. hold on to it. Yeah. I think there is a stage that you just have to embrace that. Yep. Women find it sexy. You can't be combing over on a whole side. (laughs) That would look so bad. I'm going to comb up from the back and the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Glorious. It's going to be hot. Get your creep on. Yes. Oh, I feel like you would have to grow like a really small mustache for that as well. Oh, pencil porn stash? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The 80s uh, California Highway Patrol porn stash? Mm Mm-hmm. You need a tight, tight red tank top. Yes. <laughs> just red. Jean shorts where the pockets Completely. hang out. Just red. <laughs> just red. Um, Dan. Hello, Eric. Should we talk about our Patreon page? No. Okay. Let's talk about games then. <laughs> You're the one who wanted to talk about this early, so let's do it. Well then. All right. So as we spoke <laughs> last week, we were fleshing out our Patreon page. And over the course of the week, we finalized it. And actually, before we pressed record on this show, we launched it. So it is actually live at this point. Um, a lot of the stuff that we talked about last week still remains true. However, we have fleshed out some of the rewards. And I think it's going to be something that a lot of people really can get into because it kind of embodies the goofiness of Factory Sealed. I mean, let's face it, we don't take ourselves too terribly seriously here. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> so if you, if you missed last week's show, Patreon is basically a donation thing. Where you can donate some money to the factory sale cause if you so wish. It's, it's not unlike Kickstarter. Except yes, but it's a to quote Eric, not shit. Yes, it's not shit. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to just take your money and disappear. No. Yet. I thought we were. Shut up, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say yes? It's all been <laughs> leading up to this. <laughs> So it's live now. It is. What's uh, what's the URL? You can find us at Patreon slash Factory Sealed. So it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Kind of the whole premise behind this is um, we pay for everything out of pocket, mainly because this is a hobby that we enjoy doing. And that's not going to change anything if this doesn't take off. If it absolutely tanks, well, guess what? We're just going to continue paying out of our pocket. The thought process behind it is we want to do more. 
than just record a podcast every week. We want to be able to include people um, with game giveaways, um, physical copies, uh, merchandise, T-shirts, fun, goofy stuff like that, um, and then potentially increase it to sending more stuff out to people, having people join us on the show to talk about their favorite games. Just generally, everything that we get get from this is going to be dumped directly back into the show. Um, we're not doing this to make money whatsoever. We all have day jobs that we rather enjoy. Um, we're not looking at... Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you just killed it there, Dan. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, the, this leads into kind of we have, as Eric was saying, when we put the money back into stuff, so we have go- milestone goals for every... So when we get up to them point, points, we can do certain things. So as a starting point, we have $10 a month. Is We'll continue to have no adverts on the podcast or on the website or anything like that. So that would be good. And then at $25, pound, $25 per month, sorry, I'm still in pound mode. Yeah, that's we'll a dollar start sign. Doing, we'll start doing <laughs> weekly. Pound mode. Di- <laughs> pound mode. <laughs> pound mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody else did I can't go back from that Dan Pound Mode Curtis is that your wrestling name <laughs> so that's why you went and saw a bunch of sweaty dudes still oh, in Pound Mode <laughs> sorry continue Dan no no, I can't come back from that somebody take off Tommy you do the next one <laughs> just go with it Dan Right, at $25 per month, not in pound mode, <laughs> we will do weekly digital game giveaways. So, heck yeah. And then at $50 a month, we will have absolutely everything we need to cover our site hosting. So And that's still continue to do weekly game giveaways. Yes. So everything's cumulative, basically. Yes. And then at $75 a month, we will do a physical retro game. Once a month. So that can be absolutely anything. We'll just find whatever we can. And Hope you guys have Virtual Boys and Atari Jaguars. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so we'll run, we'll, at this point, we'll run a competition for see who wins that. And uh, at next, $100 per month is factory seal swag. So we're talking t shirts, whatever, hoodies, hats, socks, and Eric underwear as well. So if you mm. want factory sealed and blazoned upon your crotch, it could be a possibility. <laughs> I'd love that. And then at $150 a month, we apparently are going to do video podcasting. Oh, yeah. That means we have to actually put makeup on. Yes. Uh, Tom, especially. Yeah, that's true. Powder your nose. At $200 per month, we (laughs) will be buying a new game. So something that's just come out, and we will be shipping that out to a competition winner. I just read that now rolling in more moolah than Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Written by my own fair hand, yum. Brilliant. (laughs) Yummus. Then the next one up is $250 a month. Eric and Tom will custom build a shiny new factory seal app for iOS and Android. Get Mm -hmm. you, sisters. And then again, up again. Is four hundred put together a random box full of random video game goodness and run a competition for it once a month. You might get a game, merch, or something else incredibly random. 
better still, the box will be factory sealed. Uh, Get it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I get it. (laughs) It's meant to be terrible. Someone has explained. And then, if we get get $500 a month, which would just be ridiculous, we would do a physical game giveaway every single week. Along with all the other shit, too. Yes. Yeah. So to the, back to the giveaway stuff too. We're still going to run those many much the same way that we ran the di- uh, digital game giveaways a couple weeks ago, where we'll kick out a message on Facebook or Twitter, and if you retweet it or whatever, if we decide to put out a question mm-hmm. and everyone who answers it gets an entry, you can still enter all this crap for free. Um, we're not going to require you to support us monetarily to get any of this stuff. Um, however, when it comes down to the rewards, when you support us, you'll get additional entries into this stuff. So one through five dollars, you'll get each each dollar will get you an extra entry into those digital game giveaways. And then as it branches up, um, it'll get you extra entries into physical game giveaways. And then we have certain limited pledges per month, which I seem to I think are pretty cool. Uh, one thing that we're going to start doing is recording the entire call that we have for the show. So um, as I'm sure you can imagine, there's a lot of stupid conversation that happens between us before we actually press stream on the show. So we're going to make it available to a certain number of people that each week you'll get that full unedited call. Uh, We'll just kick that out to you uh, each week before the show kicks out. Um, $15 a month, T-shirts, $20 a month, We'll set aside some time to play games with you and chat with you um, after our show. Uh, let's see. What else is there? Oh, $20 a month. We said Dan will record some five phrases in his finest Geordie accent for you. Um, each of these gets you additional yes, entries into physical and digital game giveaways. Um, Jess, what did you say you were going to knit? Some some hairy willy sacks? Yes. <laughs> okay. Jess is going to knit some ball sacks. Or something less, like, X-rated, <laughs> like a hat or something. Yeah, what about for the girls? Like a Big hand-knit hat. bra? Yeah, a, a, a vagina cup. Uh... <laughs> Isn't that just Could happen. Mm. Uh, I'll take suggestions. Another $20 pledge. Tom will craft a glass video game coaster of your choosing from a select number of designs. Tom is limiting it to the finest of the fine. <laughs> That's right. Like originally we did want tom to be somebody's butler for a week but there are so many costs involved maybe maybe <laughs> if we if we hit the point where we're making 10 grand a month we can ship tom off yeah we will week. it'll just go all over the world <laughs> <New job. laughs> to get silver service trained uh i could see. i could send jeeves i suppose yeah send jeeves jeeves 2.0 <laughs> at 50 bucks a month um, I will throw open the doors of the factory sealed sweatshop and fabricate a stocking for you. Ooh. Which shirts are badass. Yeah. They are. Oh, that's they right. Are. Yeah, you guys got yours this past week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> I made Jess a Fallout stocking. It was glorious. I made Dan a Final Fantasy VII cloud stocking in the polygon uh, style. Mm. Except Cloud's eyes kind of looked retarded because if you look at the 
if you look at the um, image of him as a polygon, like he pretty much doesn't have eyes. It's just this colored blob. It's like, oh, well, I got to build they, these from scratch. They, they, they look it looks very nice, like Eric. Well done. They're great, yeah. It and looks then, like it's been, his eyes have been infused with Mako or something. Yes. So. <laughs> I should have put glitter on it. <laughs> yeah. I'll put some glitter on it. It'll look okay, great. Good. Uh, I made Tom a Metal Gear Solid 4 one. That one was probably the most difficult one I've made just because it's only three pieces of felt, but it was they were so big and took forever yeah. to cut out. I love it, man. It's is awesome. it actually just all is it actually just all white or have you there's black it behind in? it too? Oh yeah. It's a it's yeah. a shadow. Drop shadowed. Custom design. But you're so like intense with all the small little cuts that need to happen. Hell yeah. That's what makes it though. Yeah. Really, really I mean, Jess's, Jess's, Jess's Fallout Boy one is excellent. Yeah. His is, his yeah. Looks pretty well. it looks like, like the uh, sideburns and everything. Yeah. Heck yeah. It is like an official Bethesda product. We've got pictures of these up on the Patreon page. And then the but Mega Man ones that I made for me and Christy and the E-Tank for Ellie. Um, those are all up there. Uh, the last two we have, $60 a month. Um, if you have a favorite game that you want us to play $60 a month gets you the opportunity to play it along with us and then join us for a portion of the show to actually chat about that game. Um, so I think you know, there, there are definitely some games out there that we haven't played that people have requested quite a few times. So hopefully there are some people that would take advantage of that. And this is one of those that would be a one-off where once your donation clears and you know, we've played your game and you're on the show, you can definitely drop down to a different pledge amount. So um, we don't want that to be something where we have somebody on every week, but just kind of as a special thing. Uh, and then the last one, $75 a month. If you are a musician or a creator of some other medium, um, we want to build in some airtime at the end of our show for people to uh, promote whatever they're doing. So that's our Patreon page. I think it's important to say that like um, you can donate whatever you want on an it is meant to be on a monthly basis, but if you want to do like $10 a month, then drop down, that's yeah. fine. So whatever. We're not it's expecting just... anything. It's just a way that you can contribute and help improve the show. We're not going to dip the quality at all. What what you've been getting for the past four years is what you're going to continue to get. Uh, we just want to make it better. Yes. Can't get much worse. <laughs> Always <laughs> improving. Always <laughs> improving from the bottom line. <laughs> when you're at the bottom, there's really nowhere else to go but up. Well, you set the bar low so people don't come in expe- expecting some beautiful thing. And yeah, we like to keep the pressure low. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, if you donate, awesome. We will love you. If not, whatever. We still love you. Thanks for letting us abuse your eardrums. <laughs> so I feel like Dan is dying to talk about this. Oh, yes. Do you need a hug? Uh, yes. He needs more than a hug. Do you need a minute? I need to just be cryogenically <laughs> frozen until it comes out, I think. But then you'll miss all the hype. I don't care. It'll be out, and then I'll just cry. So yes, Have they given any indication of the date? No. Well, let's, let's be clear what we're talking about first. I think everyone can guess it's at Stan. Yesterday, they showed, for the first time ever, actual in-game play and voice acting footage of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which was sweet. Did they? Yes. 
Oh yeah. You know what Final Fantasy VII is, right, Tom? I had to go. I had yeah. to go. It's a it's yeah. a it's a somewhat it's a, known game from the nineties about yes. people with swords, spiky hair, magic. Yeah, they, <laughs> uh, yeah, really I got it. Really sweet hairdos. Oh, the bloke with the gun on his arm, uh, gun on mm, his arm. Yep. Yeah, no, that's a good game actually. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, it sold all right. Tan's like, stop murdering it. <laughs> You're not giving it justice. <laughs> I don't need I don't everybody knows how good it is. I don't even need to say anything. Final Fantasy VIII was better. They should be doing an eight remake. I'll um, let them get this one out of the way first, then we'll see how we go. Yeah. <laughs> so no, to answer your question, Jess, they have not done any indication of when this thing is gonna come out, but based on what they showed yesterday, they are a hell of a lot farther along than I thought they were. Yeah, because I know we talked about it being a distant future thing i assumed when they announced it last year or earlier this year that they were just beginning pre-production like okay fine we Mm. we you know we we give in we'll make this and then after the show they they hop together and they're like all right we should probably start it doesn't look like it though does it i mean it looks like they've got their like visual style together and um the battle system seems to be in good progress I think what so, what really sped it along, based on everything that we saw, it looks like they took a lot of stuff from Crisis Core. It looks yeah. like Final Fantasy fifteen. It to does. Me. I think they used the tool set and all of the engine elements of Final Fantasy fifteen and just threw seven together in it and made it look really good. Yeah, the animations as well are like fifteen and a bit like thirteen. The combat, well. especially. I, that's that's the one thing yeah. that I was so hesitant on. I mean graphically whatever the combat in seven was so iconic that i that we talked about last time where if they changed it too much it might actually destroy the game but based on what they showed it looks awesome i think i actually noticed a few things to do with this like which might have went unnoticed while you're watching the trailer it looks like there is elements of the original final fantasy seven battle system in there it's um like it is it looks more like Final Fantasy 15 in real time mm-hmm. but if you look on the trailer you can actually control multiple characters cuz it's behind the camera is behind Barrett at one point yep so you can surely switch between them on the fly both Ooh. Cloud and Barrett have an active time battle gauge which is down there so obviously when you attack that goes down and then you'll have to switch to another character which is kind of what you did on Final Fantasy 7 to begin with and then there's magic and summons which are both there. I'm kind of curious how those are going to work. Yeah. But I I hope it kind of doesn't bring the summon into the fight. I would rather it just kind of doesn't attack like it used to and then leaves. No, see, I kind of liked, oh yeah, yeah. Instead of having it come in and be controllable. Yeah. Like like the Aeons on 10. Oh yeah, the Aeons. Also 12. Yep. And 13. So maybe it will. <laughs> fifteen. That's cool. Though, if you watch that Ramu, fifteen just had a gigantic cutscene happen. Yeah, that stuff is awesome. Oh yeah. But no, yeah. I've I've been looking a bit online, and some people seem to be saying, "Oh my god, what have they done to the battle system? This isn't Final Fantasy VII." But let's face it, it was never going to be the same. It we, wasn't. We no. made that same comment no. too before. With this, you're not going to please everyone. Yeah. What you need to do is gun for what you think is going to be the most approachable and everybody's going to like the most and say, screw you to the rest of those people. Yeah. What I always say about Final Fantasy is, though, like, 
everything every Final Fantasy has a slightly different battle system. Mm-hmm. So even though this is a remake, it is such a huge remake that I'm not really bothered because I consider it to be a new Final Fantasy, you know? It's so, a reimagining. Yeah. I think that's how you have yeah. to look at it too, with any of that stuff. Agreed. I think I mean, I mean there's no I, point I love, in remaking it otherwise. I love Final Fantasy Seven, but like the battle system in modern gaming where everything's more fast paced wouldn't work as well. Yeah, you don't people... want to sit and trudge through menus. <laughs> and sorting materia through menus can be kind of a drag. Oh god. But they've still got the active time battle system and stuff on there. Like on Crisis Core there's none of that and you can just kind of hammer attack, but if they've got active time battle where the gauges go down and then you have to switch between your characters and be more tactical, it's gonna be a lot better, I think. What did you guys think of the voice acting? It sounds like the same cloud from Advent Children. I was going to yeah, say it does. Says. I'm <laughs> I'm not Miney. sold on the redesign of Barrett. I don't think he fits my initial... Like, Barrett is not this tall, skinny dude. He's kind of short, frumpy, and fat. He was, but I think mm. I think that's just kind of the limitations of the older game. You know? I think he was meant <laughs> to be muscular and big. Yeah. So... And I guess I always imagined his machine gun being a hell of a lot bigger, too. But yes, but you will get new ones. Exactly. Like was, when he gets the big cannon, laser cannon thing near the end as his ultimate weapon and stuff. It was so cool watching that because the the trailer pretty much covered the attack on the, the first Mako reactor up through when um, the tower falls with Biggs and Wedge and then... Cloud jumping onto the train to re-meet everybody after they all think he's dead. And that scene right there where you have the soldiers uh, encroaching on him from both sides was such an iconic part of the original yeah. game that I oh, absolutely yeah. love how they redid that and made it so cinematic. And you can just tell where everything is. They they kept those main points in there, but they redesigned them instead of, okay, this is the camera angle that we had in the original game. This is where these people came from. Um, so it looks like the entire game is going to be you behind the characters moving through the world. So they've completely redesigned that aspect, too. Yeah. Well, that, that was always going to happen again, I think. But um, I liked also how they appear to have expanded Midgar. So you can, like, wander the streets and stuff, and there's people just wandering around. I really you know, hope they didn't mm. axe the overworld. Oh, I know. If they cut that out, that would be... That would be a big loss. But what about if it was like an overworld where you could actually explore like it was in Midgar where you could move between the towns and stuff? That would be quite cool. No, I, it needs to be straight up overworld. Uh, like like Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni proved that that concept still exists and can function oh, yes. well within a modern RPG. Yeah. I oh, love man, that, would be, that would be crazy if they axed the overworld. Do you think they would do that? Do you think they'd consider it? I don't know. They just, uh, when is, when's the last Final Fantasy to actually have a traditional overworld? I mean, fifteen, nine, fifteen technically has one, but it's it's a big open, seamless world. Did ten not have one? Yeah. No, it was just it was just mm. straight linear paths, and then you could select destinations from the airship. Uh, I yes. kind of hope that I guess I could see them doing it in the same vein as twelve, where you are out wandering the wilderness. I don't think it's going to be top down. But yeah. you'll be out wandering no. the wilderness, and you'll have the real-time battles, and then you'll see the town in the distance, and you can walk into it. I like that, though. I think that would be quite cool. Yeah, I just don't want them to eliminate 
the the exploration factor because there's so no, much. I don't. Cool th- shit I don't think world. they can because it's such a vast game without sacrificing elements from it. I'm just. I'm sort of saying what they've done with Midgar alone. All the other sections like Wu Tai and seeing Sephiroth and N- Nibelheim and stuff like that, and it's just going to be so good. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I, I, in terms of when it's going to come out, man, I I would love to see him shoot for next holiday, but I think that's going to be too ambitious. Mm. But then I again, who knows be... how long they've actually been working on this? Yeah, like. That bit in Midgar looks quite far along. It does. The voice acting all there. I mean, needs to be brushed up a little bit. It definitely doesn't match up with the characters. Yeah, I don't know. That I, I think what's he called Wedge or Biggs? He sounded a bit weird. No, I mean in terms oh, yeah. of the 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 voices matching up with the mouth movements. Oh, it's probably because oh. it's the Japanese dub. I imagine. Yeah, that's true. They've probably done the English, and then it's probably the old Japanese trailer. I reckon it'll be a March 2017 release. March, huh? Why do you pick March? Oh, that's where, when a lot of big games drop in March, don't they? It in is, spring. actually, yeah. Well, wait, when, did, when yeah. did Final Fantasy VII first release? Uh, you think you might match it up with an anniversary or something? I think so. January 31st, ninety-seven. So maybe, yeah, March 97 for a Steelbook 20 anniversary or whatever. That would be so good. Something like that, I reckon. And <laughs> you would with, not uh, see me again for months. Final Fantasy VII PS4. January 31st, 1997. Yeah. That would be... I think they're shooting for 2017. That would be... I would, I'd be willing to wait if they wanted to shoot it out on its 20-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I tell you what I also liked about it, like how they seem to have expanded upon the original dialogue. Did you notice? Yes. Well, that's one I thing they said that they wanted to do is, or I guess not said they wanted to do, but I think would really help is fill in some of those plot gaps. Yeah, like it looks like Biggs and yeah. uh, Jesse and have more dialogue and stuff. Like they're discussing whether Cloud is really with them, and, or oh, if he's yes. just doing it for the money. And yeah, that was it's cool. touched upon in the original, I think, a little bit, but not to that extent yeah like cloud is a like pretty it's... cold mercenary at the beginning isn't he he doesn't yeah, really he care he's just there for money and, and well if you've um, if you've played crisis core this is the point where cloud is basically yeah he's just come to midgar after thinking that he used to be a soldier but he isn't really well and he's so, assumed the role of zach basically yeah and he comes yeah. into midgar and he basically says i will do this for money because i need money and then ends up meeting with Tifa and stuff like that, and it all escalates from there. So it'd be really good. I, but Eric, we discussed this before, whether they will incorporate elements of Crisis Core more into it, because it's got a lot of backstory now that wasn't originally there. Yeah. So put in yeah. some of those plot elements from Crisis Core that kind of recall back to it. I mean, if you play oh, a Crisis man. Core, the whole thing with Aerith and Zack is quite sad, really. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good game, Crisis Core. It is, which is... Uh, the battle system, again, reminded me a little bit of that, but with some tweaks, which I liked Crisis Core's battles. Mm. So, yeah, it was cool. I think it would be in their best interest to do a... At the very least, a straight-up port to get Crisis Core into more people's hands before the remake. Yeah, I mean, in a similar way that Peace Walker was port, um, ported over, they could do something like that. I'm very surprised they've never done that. I am. Um, yeah. 
Crisis Core was a it was for me it was a system seller for PSP. Yeah, it, it was. I bought my PSP for Crisis Core, and that was it to begin with. Um, I even got the limited edition PSP with uh, Zach on the back. Sweet. Yeah. It's such a sad ending too. That game was just sad. Oh yeah. I'm not Spoilers. gonna ruin it though. <laughs> In case one day Jess decides to actually play it. Somewhat unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll cry then. You probably it's will. Sad. It's a pretty sad ending. I don't know that, but you on the tra- on the trailer there's all just kind of a lot of different things on it. Like it looks quite polished already. Like you can see the shine of Cloud Buster Sword, and then there was the sections where he's kind of has to go through little gaps and things like that. I, that oh, was yeah. different. I haven't seen that on a Final Fantasy before. Yeah, he's kind of shimmying through like a gap in yeah. the wall. And then they had the iconic um, Scorpion boss. Mm. Yeah. Down in the Mako like, reactor. Cl- yeah, that That's was it. pretty cool. There's so much. The, bit where, the bit where Cloud just flips off the train and like looks up was just really cool. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So it, again, it, hark, it harkens back to that tech demo from when they did it for the PS3. It looks oh, even yeah. better. See, that's what makes me wonder: Have they technically been working on this since then, and just kind of putting elements in place for when they finally said, "Okay, now we can actually do this." Hmm. I don't know. They're the fact, very. Yeah. They're just keeping everything under wraps, aren't they? So they're they've not really saying. If they're if they're close to completion, they've done a phenomenal job of keeping it under wraps. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I think because there's always <laughs> oh. rumors and always like people have wanted this for so long that that kind of helps them. Where that people. Just oh, I just heard it. this. Oh yeah. Okay. Everyone's heard that. Let's face it. For diehard Final Fantasy VII fans, that's going to be like. At midnight purchase, like oh, yeah. not going to care. You're going to be. Nobody's going to read a review. They're just going to be buying it. You're going to be calling off work the next couple of days. Yep. And I wouldn't blame you. No, in my look, it'll probably release next April or something when I'm in Australia for three weeks. Oh man, uh, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. Seriously. <laughs> I was going to say you could get it earlier then. Australia is a few hours in front of you guys. Yeah, so. just take your PS4 with you. Yeah, yeah. it could work out in your favor. You could do that, actually. Crystal would kill you. <laughs> could. She would. she would absolutely kill you. You want to go to the Great Barrier Reef? No, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Just, like, book a lot of, like, retreats for her and stuff like that. You go to the neighbor's tour by yourself, darling. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> oh, we'll go for a couple's massage. Yeah, I swear I'm in the next room. And then just pay some guy to lay there and... Yeah. <laughs> Moan occasionally. This sounds like a fine plan, everyone. We're just trying to help you. Yeah, we'll make it work. I wasn't being sarcastic. I was being genuine. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I can. So, I, I saw that trailer and just imagined Dan sitting there just squealing like a girl and Crystal coming in and going, what, what, what? And she just going, Final Fantasy Seven. Ah! And she goes, oh. And closes the but door. It is and walks super goosebumpy. <laughs> like they did it so well. Oh, just absolutely. with the old sound, with the old soundtrack and stuff as well. Mm, just no. the weird. It yeah, wasn't it was the so music good. from straight from the distant worlds orchestra? I, it sounded like it. It sounded totally like like it. Yeah. Which I hope they. I hope they do completely remaster this with 
full orchestra and stuff. That'd be awesome. Oh, they will. They will. They always do. The I mean, there's tons, of or- there's tons of orchestral versions of Final Fantasy VII available out there. Yeah. So, yeah, but with the uh, Philharmonic Orchestra, I think they need to do that one. Just get the mm. full ensemble. I just like Gold Saucer and stuff, and it has such an iconic soundtrack as well. Like, can, you, um, can you imagine how good those mini games are going to be in the Gold Saucer? That's, that's something that I'm afraid they're going to cut. Is they're going to remove some of the goofier aspects of that game? Like the slap fight and the jump off the dolphin and just goofy shit. I hope they don't tear that out. They already said about the cross-dressing thing that they're strongly considering keeping it. So there is hope. But what about the snowboarding minigame that you have to... I I love the snowboarding minigame. I love that shit in that game that I hope they keep in because it's what made the game fun. What about the the Mog minigame? The Mog minigame was cool. Say they've already made G-Bike for smartphones. So could they use that? Yeah, just bring that over somehow. Keep some of the assets, maybe scale them up. Depends. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't see why they couldn't uh, refactor that. Because what, what are the other ones they've done in the, um, the Gold Source of the other mini games they had? Uh, I had snowboard, and there was the submarine game. Oh, which... the submarine. That's the one I was thinking of because it's closed when you first go there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, through a turn. You hadn't done the there. submarine bit yet. <laughs> yeah. That was um, hard, that one. Yeah. There was some bas- there was basketball ones. There was oh, a yeah, fortune yeah, yeah. teller. And the arm wrestling. And there was... No, there was the, the just... punch, there was the fighting game where you could punch up, punch middle, punch down. Yeah. Remember? But there's an, there's an arm wrestling one as well. We just had yeah, a that was rock, that was rock hard, that. Yeah. And the, uh, the fighting one is pretty tough, though. Yeah. I, I can't remember. How far I got on that? Can never go past yeah, like stage three. Yeah, it's just going to be so much fun. I hope they don't. This, this, this is the chocobo racing as well, of course. Oh yeah, I hope they keep all the breeding aspects in. Heck yeah! Get me that black one. Get the, get the Dan, gold one. I think one, you're son. just going to die. One. What Dan? Get the gold one. You're going to get the gold, gold chocobo. Okay, fine. I'll go for gold. <laughs> Some of Thank us just you. are happy with second place. <laughs> but then you won't get Knights of the Round. Exactly. Go for the gold. <laughs> I just said that. I know. Damn. <laughs> I know. I know. I'll go for gold. Good. Good, Good. man. Good. Good. If it's in there. Mm. So something else got announced as well that I'm pretty excited about. I think we should all be pretty excited about it. Nino Kuni 2. Even better. Oh. See, I was watching it, and they didn't reveal what it was when it was first on, and then it was playing, and I was like, this looks very much like Nino Kuni. And then when the screen, when the, it flashed up with Nino Kuni 2, I went, yes! <laughs> <laughs> does, does it have anything to do with Psychonauts? Uh, yes. It does. Psychonauts 2. <laughs> There's also a Psychonauts VR game coming out. Yes. I'm typically Which... not for developers doing crowdfunding campaigns, but when it comes to Double Fine, I know that they're going to follow through on their shit. Because this is one of those games that people have wanted for so long that if they got the money and said, yep, we're going to make it, and then disappeared, 
mm-hmm. that people would never forgive him for it. Yeah. But, have, are they funded yet? Uh, I don't think... They, last time I checked... It was they, up to a million last time I checked. They're at 1.8 million with 37 days left. Is it on uh, Kickstarter no, or Indiegogo? Good. It's on Fig. Oh. Is that just another version of... I don't know. I was trying to read into exactly the differences behind it. Fig is... Fig is when you actually can invest in it. Oh, so oh really? I like... That's cool. Huh. So you can benefit from it. I'm not sure. I I, th- I think it might be something to do with Double Fine. I'm not sure, but I did if you watch if you watch Tim Schafer's video on he kind of outlines what it is, I think. Either way, I don't care. I think it's going to be it's <laughs> it's way too overdue. Yeah. But it's going to delve uh, more into the backstory of Raz and why he has this uh, ridiculous fear of water, or how his whole family <laughs> is killed by water, or something like that. And it's uh, going to have after playing the after playing the original, I'm quite excited about where they can go with it with the new mindscapes and make it yeah. a better like with better platforming for a modern console and things like that. It could be something really good. Oh, I think mm. it will. Double Fine really puts out phenomenal stuff. It's so random that we played the original just like weeks ago, and now the second like one being we, announced. It's like we knew, and we were talking like, about where the hell's the sequel? Yeah, foresight. We're so ahead Have of the game. Put out That's the reason they did it. They heard the show. I exactly. don't think they're very far into development on this. No, they're not. Because no. I see the one like they have pictures. A few pictures up, and I like how they still have the very like weirdly flat faces, mm-hmm. and that didn't <laughs> change. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't even think this stuff is concept art. Oh yeah, it looks like it is. No, this will did be you... the first game, the first crowdfunded game that I actually support. Did you uh, support Shenmue Three? No. I don't really care about Shenmue. So that's a shame, son. I never played it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that game. Well, Shenmue 2 was free for a while, wasn't it? I think free? it was free on Origin or something like that. Oh, okay. PC. No, no, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, Psychonauts 2, awesome. Um, what else was announced yesterday? Anything? Um, PS2. Oh, yeah. Nothing new. Yes. Oh yes, PS2 emulation. Oh. Rogue, Rogue, Rogue Galaxy. Galaxy. If you have not played Rogue <laughs> Galaxy by this point in your life, which I haven't, spend the fifteen bucks, get the 1080p upres with trophy support, and lose yourself in the PS2 swan song. It's awesome. It's it is one of the best RPGs. I feel like that's. See, Eric, be on I looked list. on the PSN. I looked on the PSN earlier today, and I couldn't find these. They're there. Yeah. Me neither. I couldn't find it. I looked about an hour before. Must be live in Europe. They were supposed. They went live yesterday for me. God damn it! I hate Europe sometimes. (laughs) Jess, I would put it on our list of games to play, but this game you can easily dump eighty hours into it and not even notice. Yeah, but if we start now and then do it like next year, true. Fine. (laughs) Yes, we've got so much other shit to play. (laughs) But yep. Yeah, Rogue Galaxy. Bear in mind, Christmas is coming up. That's when Dan gets all the games that he should have bought the day they came out. 
Yeah, but then I then I don't have to spend any money, and then you can just get them for free. So nice. You can always make more money. Yeah. <laughs> what else did they announce with uh, the PS2? The original Dark Cloud, the Mark of Cree, which for being a PS2 game was horribly violent. Ooh. Yeah, the Mark I, of Cree. I, uh, I, uh, I just checked PSN and Rogue Galaxy is up. How much is it? Fifteen bucks. Le- it's twelve pounds, Dan. Oh, come on! What? <laughs> what? That's not fair. That's not the same conversion. What do you mean it's not the same conversion? Well, how much is fifteen dollars in pounds? It's about eight pound. So how does that work out? Bend over and take it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's worth it. Yes. Trust me. What does that equal to? Like twenty bucks. Um, what, $11? 11, 12 pounds in dollars? Yeah. Um, Fine, I'll buy it. Yes. It's something like, it's near $20, yeah. It's worth it. Rogue Galaxy is awesome. I sent Tom a picture of uh, the strategy guide that I have for it, and that game has the, some of the deepest weapon synthesizing I've ever played, and there are 50 pages of charts that are, it's it's just rows and columns of how you can combine different items and it's 50 pages of it there's so many different weapons you can make in that game god and there's an entire pokemon game crammed in there i put 80 hours into that game and didn't even touch the pokemon game in there jesus i think i'll lose myself in that until christmas then i think because you're done with fallout i am done with fallout well i'm still playing it but i've done a lot level 50 and (laughs) still going on because there's no level cap on it yeah so you can just keep playing forever kind of like skyrim they got so uh, also also on the ps2 we have the three grand theft autos from that era so three san andreas you can get those so much cheaper on ps3 yeah but then they they're not oppressed with trophies support <laughs> if I'm you like trophies how they're going to do the trophy support on some of those bigger games like Rogue Galaxy. Is it just going to be progressional trophies or are they actually going to be thought out trophies? It's um, cool though that they can do that with old games. And yeah, put trophies in. And Vice City looks really nice, like up-resed in 1080p. I mean, it would have been nice if you could just get the disc and put it in, but basically what you could do then is go and buy one of these old games for like two pounds and then <laughs> play it so well i think they did it properly if it were to have just been the ps2 classics and they're charging 15 bucks for them i would have been a little pissed off about that but that now that they're up with trophy support it technically is a different product mm-hmm. and i'm okay with that yeah i'll still buy it because i want to have a digital copy of it and more yeah. people need what? to play that game so and good. Dark Cloud as well. The original on. Dark Cloud is kind of shit, but... Oh, I've never played it. I heard it was good. It's not nearly as good as Dark dreams. Cloud 2. <laughs> <laughs> Which is called Dark Chronicle over here for no reason. Is the first one called Dark Chronicle? Or did they no, switch it's Dark Cloud. Through? They just decided to call it Dark Cloud and then Dark Chronicle. So dumb. Yeah. You I'll know what else is dumb? Go on then. The game Stupid that we played for this week. Uh, oh yeah what uh, did we play this week Dan Yombrader 2 Yombrader 2 yes oh yes we deviated from playing the original yes uh, and we, we decided to, 
I'm going to be the At first. At the request to... of Eric, by the way. Yes. And <laughs> I'm going to be the first to say, I didn't finish this. I didn't even get close to finishing this. I will be the first to say that I did finish it. Great. How many kids do you have? Oh. <laughs> Six. Okay. How do you do it? That he knows Easy. of. Yeah, that he knows. <laughs> Six kids. Yeah. Boy, you keep them quiet. <laughs> I do. They're all in boxes. <laughs> Tom, how far did you make it? Um, I didn't do too well. I got as far as somewhere in the middle of a hideout. Bertoli's after, hideout? After Venice. That's yeah. not too bad. So like level three. Out of That's 16. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys suck. <laughs> honestly, that, I, it was just, it's no easier than it was all those years ago. That is such a hard game. Jess, how far did you make it? Like I couldn't. I felt like I could not deal with the controls. I don't know why. It was just, it was almost like truck for me. Like I just, it just, it didn't happen. I don't know if it was an issue because I emulated it. I don't know, but it was like, I had to walk away. Did you make it out of the initial pit in the beginning? Yes. Okay. Did you make like it Like mansion. No. No, the actual, <laughs> that's not the game. The mansion does not constitute the game. Yeah, no, we that's okay. Like, that's where I got because I couldn't deal. Like You I made just, it to the mansion? Yeah. Like, that's not deal. even the game. I don't care. You I have a new low of you didn't even make it to the game. It was awful. Like, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'll try it again. <laughs> like, it's on PSN, right, isn't it? I didn't. We could get any worse. It <laughs> we was, actually no, I was worse than Turok. <laughs> it was so bad. <coughs> oh, Jesse, you are such an idiot. <laughs> Shut up. You know what the menu screen when you can choose to go to Lara's house or you can choose to start the game? Yes. You chose Lara's house, not the yeah, game. Because it looked fun. It is fun. Um, I will no. say that there, there's one reason I stopped playing this, and it was because every passing minute I spent with this game, I destroyed another happy memory of my childhood. <laughs> I had such I fond really, memories I of this really game. I really enjoyed it. What's that? <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I hated every minute I spent with this game. Really? Oh, absolutely. Well, to give you an example, at the very beginning, there's that pit with the lion. And it's a very difficult pit to get out of. Um, Lara doesn't jump when you press the square button. She jumps when you let go of the square button, which is so stupid. No, she doesn't. You hold it. Oh, even worse. <laughs> so there's That's a, just there's how a, Tomb Raider always was. Let's, there's a stick. There, there, there's a little block that you need to to stand on, and then jump across the water, and then grab onto a ledge across the way. For the life of me, could not get her to jump off that little block. She would walk forward, and I'd go to jump, and she'd just fall into the water. But the very first time I was in the pit, I made it all the way up to the top and then went to jump up. And instead she went, oh, side flip, careen into the pit dead. And it took me another <laughs> half hour to get out of the pit because I couldn't jump across a goddamn pond. 
God, you guys suck. The controls on this game are the definition of pants. Right? Yes, they they have not aged brilliantly. I'll give them (laughs) that. But I think I must have played it so much back in the day that I didn't struggle. I know exactly what. But did you play it for the game? You're doing a runner jump. Yeah, I like the game. No. Nobody I mean, when did. you do a running jump, what you need to do is you walk forward to the edge, hop back, run forward and hold square, yeah. and then she jumps from the edge, and then you grab in midair and grab the ledge. It's easy. It, that's so cumbersome. Yeah, it is yes, super cumbersome. But this is from back in the day, remember? <laughs> Where games had good controls, because not all of them were shitty. Yeah. I'm not discrediting this game as... For for everything else that it does well, I mean it's it's a great adventure game. It's just shit controls. They were probably okay back then, and that's probably why I had good memories of it. But we've been very spoiled with modern controls, and like Jess said, some games back then had decent controls. This one, no, not even close. Mm. I'll give it. I'll give it that. It is. It is not for everyone, but I I have such nostalgic good memories of it that i think i just i've i don't think i've ever actually played through it from start to finish without cheating before as well so you cheated this time so something <laughs> no without cheating so i've never done it without cheating before without cheats before but actually i say that but i had to skip two levels because my save state buggered up twice you finally got that code to work yes i did up cat <laughs> uh no i just remember playing team raider years ago and i found it just as hard then as i did now and i remember like all my friends at school playing the first one all the way into the second third the last revelation and chronicles and just talking about it and i could never join in the conversation because i just sucked so bad at those games um the third one especially was rock hard the third one is the hardest of them all because it's um, it's where it gets really dark continuously and you have yes. to use flares all the time. And it's I would always accidentally toss a flare. I'm like, oh, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't realize until about halfway through that you can press L2 to get a flare out. <laughs> How did you think flares worked? You have to go in the, into the menu. The invention. You had to hold the square button and triangle and then release them at the same time. What are you talking about? How about if you... <laughs> because it's cumbersome. <laughs> if you... On Tomb Raider 3, you have to press select an R2 or something to get a flare out. Oh, that's, so that's what great do. control. <laughs> when uh, to, hold, to walk in Tomb Raider 2, I think you had to hold R1. But then if yes. you wanted to then walk sideways, you had to hold R2. Yes, this is why the level skip cheat doesn't work, you see. Because you have to sidestep <laughs> left, sidestep right... Sidestep yeah. left, then hold, then switch to R one to walk backwards and forwards, and then <laughs> jump in the air. But if you don't switch to R one, instead it activates Lara explodes, which just, <laughs> which just causes it to spontaneously combust, and it's hilarious. I saw the complexity on that code and went, "Yeah, no thanks." God. But what I noticed on two really two is right. This is the plot makes no sense at there's all. A, there's a plot. There is a plot. It's about a guy called Marco Batoli is trying to get the dagger of Zian or something like that, which turns you into a dragon. Ooh. Ooh. 
Is that why you're collecting all those dragons through the levels? No. Well, I don't know. I think they're just secrets. Oh. But it might mm. be because that's what the theme of the game is, dragons. Uh. As, you pro- as you progress, Lara goes through a stupid opera house and everything to get on a plane. Like, she could just went around the back and got on the plane, you know, just to have fun. And, uh, and then she goes to an oil rig and gets captured, and then she somehow holds a breath for about 10 hours while on a submarine, like just on top of a submarine, not in the submarine, with no diving apparatus whatsoever. What? <laughs> yeah. On the, then the 40 fathoms level where you go down into the water and you start, and then the level starts, and you're in the middle of the sea, and you have to swim towards a, like old wreck. But bear in mind that by this point, Lara is meant to have been holding her breath all the way down there so she shouldn't start with full breath anyway and wouldn't she get a severe case of the bends i would think so it makes no sense and then after that you end up going you get this thing called the seraph and you go to tibet and you go to a monastery where you find a thing called the seraph which you need to go back to the great wall of china to open that door that was there at the start and you go in there and you go through that and you go through a big temple and then somehow you end up in this area where there's floating green blocks and it just goes absolutely insane and then after that you end up at this place where the guy transforms into a dragon and you have to kill the dragon and it's just mental you know the one thing that did really age well in this that Mm. would be Lara's moaning and groaning (laughs) I was gonna (laughs) say that (sighs) 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 oof Mm. No, no, no. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Like find a Betty kit. Uh huh. <laughs> I like the no the best. That's my favorite. I don't know that <laughs> Just one. Point no. Like, no. Oh no. yeah. No. <laughs> there was there's there's something within this game that I ended up having to exploit. Um, there are shortcuts within a lot of the levels, and I knew of a couple of them, but there are actual exploit shortcuts that you can utilize so i think it was the bertoli's hideout where you can go out onto a balcony and um, i ran forward too quickly and apparently i ran forward at just the right spot and i fell through the fence down in down below and ended up reloading my save which is also really cool that you can do immediate save states within this game you can save exactly where you are I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Instead of making you restart the level, because that would suck. But it, it does get very cumbersome. Like I actually, basically, my copy of uh, Tomb Raider Two doesn't work on my PS3 for some reason. Don't know why. It's one of those weird games. And then, mm-hmm. but I popped in the PC and it works fine. So I use save states rather than the old saving system. It's a lot quicker because when you save and you die, you have to reload, and it's it's all very. Mm. I mean, you can die a lot in Tomb Raider Two. So. A lot, yes, and miss jumps and just generally suck. But there's a spot. Well, if on you that, get there's a spot on that balcony okay. where if you angle yourself towards the corner. So apparently the way the game was designed, if you run towards two polygons that don't quite connect, you can clip through it. And there's a spot on that balcony where you can run into the corner and fall down onto a ledge that you're not supposed to get to till damn near the end of the level, and it cuts out like eighty percent of the level. Oh, shit. And then I got my Uzis and then went up and got a, a Jade Dragon. And instead of going back out and detonating the door, you can just jump up on top of the roof that you're on and it'll take you directly to the end of the level. Huh. 
that's and that's good. an actual intended uh, shortcut that you'd have no idea about. So I think a lot of the levels actually have hidden yeah. shortcuts. How far did you actually idea. get? Uh, I made it... Opera House? No, I didn't get to the Opera House. Oh, so you were in the hideout as well? Yeah. Wow, you guys didn't get far. But I no. thought you posted a screenshot. You posted a screenshot of you finishing the bad, uh, the hideout. What? I don't remember what the next level started out as. It's the Opera House next, after the... the opera house. I know, but how does it start? Like, what... what uh, I, I forget. I, I didn't. I didn't get there. Let me see. If you guys thought. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I did, and I started that level and went, yeah, fuck this. With the swinging you thought, shit and. <laughs> yeah. No. No, but if you thought those levels were bad when you get up to the little ones, they make them look really easy. Really well, what's easy. What's after the opera house, Dan? After the opera house, you get in the plane and you end up at the oil rig, where um, oh, okay. Lara gets taken captive, and you don't have your pistols at the start of this one. Oh, so you have no guns and you have to escape the cell and then you have to get inside a plane to find your pistols to then escape the oil rig and then go on to the um, underwater section to find that serif thing like I was going through before. And it all mm-hmm. just escalates. One thing I did get- not particularly care for in terms of the design was um, where the enemy spawned from I felt was really cheap and really shitty. So you would walk past something. Yeah. And then an enemy would come out from behind you while you're in there manipulating something else, a lever, picking up yeah. an item, and then they kill you. It's like, come on, yep. really? You're going to drop them out behind me? And it, it's not just one or two. It's all the time. They're quite <laughs> easy to exploit, though. If you run near them and, like, roll, they can't hit you and stuff. But when yeah. you get later on, the enemies take a lot more hits, and there's a lot more of them, and they have stronger attacks, so it gets even worse. Like, on the floating island level, there's these guys who have super nifty sparkly boots who can fly Ooh, through the air nifty but if you if you're quick you can blast them out the air with your rocket launcher grenade launcher before they get near you which is always hilarious <laughs> so but um there is actually a final level on tomb raider 2 which takes place in croft manor oh. which is um oh yeah basically basically Bertolli's goons who were left over come and decide to crash lara's party and kill her in in her own house so Lara, in a ridiculously small uh, dressing gown, gets a shotgun from a cupboard and just wages war on them in a house. <laughs> it's just, it's and just then excellent. you get to the shower scene, mm-hmm. which was then, the controversy of, or the, the topic of a lot of conversation in middle school of, there's a secret way to get her to be naked at the end of the game. It was always it was always there's a section where she changes into a wetsuit as well, which everybody used to say you could see, but you can't. Like on the ending section, like Lara's about to go in, and she turns to the camera and says, "I think you've seen enough, don't you?" And she shoots the camera with the shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> but if you get if you get all the secrets, you get to see that sweet scene. Yeah, you don't really <laughs> don't try that. <laughs> <laughs> you could always use the old exploder cheat to turn Lara nude, which was always fun. Did that? You had to do that on PC, though, right? No, no. It used to be the Explorer cheat cartridge. You could do it on PlayStation. Oh yeah, huh? With the square nipples and everything was great. Good old square nipples. <laughs> back before the advent of the modern <laughs> internet. That's what we had back in the day. <laughs> when I was your age, I had square nipples to look at, <laughs> and we liked it. <laughs> 
Oh, for Tomb Raider 2, we'll chalk it up to another bad recommendation on my part. I don't think I it's a bad recommendation. I still think the Tomb Raider games are great because they ushered in a lot of um, new concepts for video games. I don't think without Tomb Raider we would have the Uncharted series. No, correct. So it, it, it was good in its time. It's just I honestly don't think the original ones are worth revisiting because they are so clunky. The level design really isn't all that good either. I remember the uh, the fourth one brought on a lot of new gamers, The Last Revelation. Yeah. Because I think it was maybe a little bit easier and there was a really good tutorial level to really get you in the, in your stride. Did, were any of you actually able to finish the tutorial level at Croft Manor? Shut up. You, you can't finish it? <laughs> no, there's the there's that... <laughs> Jess, did you even make it across the first jump platform? No, I fell. I just sat down. Uh, and then, oh, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> Started braiding my hair a little bit more. Oh, good. Um, no, that, that <laughs> obstacle course at the beginning, they time you and you can actually make it through. Oh, yeah. That, that gets even better on Tomb Raider 3. Um, the butler on Tomb Raider 3, when you start doing the obstacle course, he comes out in like a camo uniform and you can shoot him. What? <laughs> Yeah, and he holds up his tray to deflect the bullets. So funny. <laughs> yes, did you if, you keep, least, if you keep shooting him, he falls over. Did you at least lock the butler in the meat locker? No. That's mean. Why? That's, what that's you so do. mean. Did you notice that everything in her house, actually everything in this game, is ridiculously oversized? I was standing in her kitchen <laughs> like sink. Like tables and stuff. Yeah. Standing <laughs> in her kitchen sink, and it looked like a hot tub. I'm like, who? how fucking big are your dishes? <laughs> that poor butler as well. <laughs> wow. I'll have to get up there. And did you go in the hedge maze? Yeah. Did you find the treasure room? No. Uh, oh, no. Uh, if, you go to a certain, if you go in a certain section in the hedge maze, there's a button which um, opens a time door back in the manor. So you have to memorize the route out of the hedge maze and get back to the manor in time to get through this door. What? And then you get in the treasure room. And there's no point in going in the treasure room. <laughs> But on Tomb Raider 3, again, that's expanded and you can find, if you go down to the treasure room, you can find the racetrack key, which opens up a quad bike track, which is in the hedge maze. And it's Your knowledge really... of Tomb Raider is astounding. I know. I've played them a lot. Believe me. You don't say. Mm. <laughs> yeah, as much Did you as know the movies on sick. Netflix? Oh, the movies are so good. <laughs> oh. I, love that, I love that reload thing she does on the movie where she does like what wipes the pistols through a belt and reloads them. It's just so cool. They couldn't have picked somebody better for Lara Croft no. either. That was a perfect casting choice. Apparently they're going to do a reboot. That's what I've heard. I think Angelina Jolie's a little old for it now. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Still She'll be it. fine. Don't worry about it. Good. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Tomb Raider 2. That's oh, okay. Well, I liked it. So screw good, you all. Jolly good. <laughs> Glad I you finished it. I put the effort in. You all suck. We do suck. Yes. I do remember yeah. distinctly making a comment last week saying I was going to finish it. And you said was... you would eat your hat if somebody finished it. I would. I would have thought. One yeah, of that you did might happen. At least actually. got past the first section. But damn no. it, yum. Did anybody <laughs> get? Did anybody meet the T Rex in Tomb Raider Two? No, I do remember that though. 
Yes, if there's a secret on the first level. If you go down into the valley with the bit of the zip line, mm-hmm. Jess, you don't know this because you didn't get to it. <laughs> there is a zip line in the obstacle course, so oh. don't confuse it with that. <laughs> yeah, there's a zip line. And if you go over there and you can drop down into the valley below, and then when you do this, T Rex just comes charging at you out of nowhere. <laughs> like in the Great Wall of China, it makes no sense. <laughs> but need yeah. a few people turning <laughs> into dragons. That dragon is a bitch to beat, mind. My <laughs> god. You have to I've just I knew it was so difficult, so I hoarded Uzi bullets for ages. And you just have to run around in circles and just it shoots flames at you and if you get if you get hit with flames you're on fire and you die. So The health packs were they were so skimpy with those in this. Yeah. It gets better as it mm. goes on. Hmm. Hmm. But anyway, that's Tomb Raider 2. I like it. These don't. So well, sure. as long as you enjoyed it. I did. I like it. That's the main thing. That is all that counts. Mm-hmm. So Jess is up for next week with her recommendation. Do you remember what you recommended, Jess? Change it to <laughs> galaxy. Change it. Wipeout. <laughs> Wipeout 64. What? Not Wipeout 2047. Is there a reason you chose the 64 version? That's one that I played a lot. Oh, okay. So you'll you'll play Easy, this easier one. to get doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. Yep. So um, yeah, probably mm. harder to control. I like probably. the wipeout games. Two oh nine seven. Sorry. Yeah, just correcting myself. Two. God, Tom, get with it. Cheers. <laughs> is that the original? Or is that the sequel? The it was the sequel was on, on the PS one. PS one. Yeah. 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 But is it called two oh nine seven? The original. No, the original is just called Wipeout. You know okay. what games Which... we need to play? We need uh, to play the San Francisco Rush games. Oh, I love those games. I have <laughs> such them. fond memories of playing the first one with my dad. Uh, we had one of the steering wheels with the, the pedals and all that, and we would hook that up and yeah. just play for hours in the living room. And um, I'd come home from school, and if he had a day off, he'd be sitting there just laughing his ass off because he'd play that very first level he would turn the explosions on high the wind on high and the enemy ai on super dumb and there's that first corner where you start going up one of those big hills in san francisco and if you hit it fast enough you go sailing off the other side and all of the cars will always get pushed by the wind into the building and every time somebody would explode he would just piss himself laughing (laughs) such good memories there are so many secrets to that game too you yeah, can actually so leave the many. tracks and like go pick up keys. And yeah. I think it was San Francisco. I think it was actually the, the first Rush game where there was a, a stunt cave. You guys um, remember that? I don't remember that. The one, the one I remember is um, San Francisco Rush 2049 for the Dreamcast. That's the one that I played with my brother quite a lot. And he learned all the tracks like the back of his hand, like backwards, all the shortcuts, getting keys for places and like setting the best times because it's all about time attack isn't it with, mm-hmm. San, with San Francisco Rush but you you might be talking about the Nintendo version yeah the N64 version there was right there was a a stunt room well no what was the other one where you could like actually customize more of your car they had the big stunt track this big arc, uh, this big stadium with all these ramps and shit that you could go into and just play two player with that was that 2049 or was that a different one Mm, I just I just looked it up and actually they were both called two oh four nine. Just I played the Dreamcast version, but they're they're probably pretty similar. 
but I'm not sure I remember the caves. How many different San Francisco Rush games were there? Um, I'm not sure. There's. I thought there was a San Francisco Rush two, but maybe there wasn't. Um, no, I don't think there was. There were just ports from the original from two hundred four nine. I don't remember twenty forty nine. I don't think I played that, but I know there was a second San Francisco Rush. Or, uh, yeah, because you could do multiplayer, and then you could just set the time limit for unlimited, and it was all about who could get the higher score doing stunts in this big stadium. And they just had the most gotcha. ridiculous ramps, like half pipes and shit. <laughs> I had the Midway Arcade Treasures game. I should. See oh, that's nice. That's the one that we've I've got for PS2. Mid Midway Arcade Treasures Three. Uh yeah. Which are which rush is on that? Uh, San Francisco Rush Twenty Forty Nine. Is the original one on there? Um. Yeah. Rush the Rock. Is that the one you're thinking of? The that's Alcatraz the one edition? I was thinking about. That. Oh. Yeah, okay, I've, I've not played that one. I think that's it. I've got it. I've got it, but I've never hit, I've never played it. I think that's the Alcatraz edition. Mm-hmm. Was that okay, on N64? So we've, we've played different ones then. Um, the Alcatraz edition was on 64, yeah, and play and PlayStation. Um, I'm going to have to look it, that up because... It came out on N64 first in 1997. I'm going to throw a Rush game onto our list because those games are so good mm, cool they good we could do a comparison oh we still have spaces open comparison for what i was gonna say for next week wipeout 64 and rush yeah we could let's do i mean yeah. wipeout 64 yeah let's do that let's throw that on there as well yeah let's you do guys that. don't mind because i mean racing games are yeah Racing games. Racing games are racing games. Where you race, and it's a game. Yes. Are we just going to do the first you, San Francisco right. Rush? Um, Let's just play as many as we can. Yeah, just play the series in general. A like, smorgasbord. Whatever you get around to. But definitely Wipeout 64. Because I yes. have not played that one, and I really like Wipeout games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then after that, I think we covered this, but just to kind of let you know that we're sticking with the schedule, we've got Beneath the Steel Sky. We got two PC games coming up. So I know that they're having a lot of sales on Steam and GOG right now, so you can pick these up. Beneath the Steel Sky is free on GOG, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yep. And then I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream is five ninety nine on GOG. Thank so. you. The last point that we need to chat about before we take off is our Christmas show. Oh, yes. We are so what's happening? We are doing a show. Um, I'm hoping that we can do it while I'm back. Who's doing DIY in the background? Okay, that's my cat. I wasn't sure if you guys could hear. She's <laughs> on a cardboard thing. We can definitely hear. Uh, <laughs> the cat's in the vicinity. <laughs> We're shooting to do our Christmas show on the 27th. Um, if that doesn't work and we need to readjust, we can. But either way, we want to do it like we did last year where we have people record a message or their favorite memory from our show within the past year and then send it in. And we will compile that. We'll do our normal show where we talk about a game, but then we'll also have our favorite memories of the year and... Um, put your clips into the show as well so you'll actually be a part of the show if you don't want to record something and send it in 
you can just shoot us an email. We'll read that. But we definitely want to have a large user interaction for our end-of-the-year Christmas show. Is that for the 27th or the 3rd? 27th. Our list is wrong. Is it? It says Christmas episode for the Home Alone and Die Hard. Oh, shit the bed. Well, we'll figure oh, it out. We'll have to figure it out. Either way, it'll be sometime in December-ish. Yeah, we'll after figure. Christmas. Yeah. We do not have any emails this week. If you want to send us an email, factory sealed at manatank.com. Mm-hmm. Check Maybe our I'll Facebook. send another fan one. Oh, yeah. Write yourself an email. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash factory sealed. We're going to be throwing up the link to our Patreon page on there. Uh, we're also going to have a link on our website, factory sealed.com. Uh, so, you know, check it out. If you like what we do, keep us going. No, he said it so humbly. <laughs> Homely? Like I said it so ugly? <laughs> no, as in humble. Mm. Any final thoughts? That, Eric. Don't mm. eat yellow snow. <laughs> is it snowing there yet? No. Does it ever snow there? S- snow in England is very hard to predict. It comes or it doesn't. Wow. It's that's... usually what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the light switches in your house. They're either on or they're off. Yeah. Yeah, it's as binary just as blew that. my mind. Well, in two, like 2011, we had snow for about three weeks, but last year we had barely any, so that's how it works out. I'm not looking forward to going back to Wisconsin for the snow this year. Is it literally snow always makes... snow in Wisconsin? Yeah. It's worse when it's just cold without snow, because then there's nothing like pretty or exciting about it. It's just freaking cold. That's but true. snow makes it better. I mean, it's chilly down here. It's in the 60s. Less. Muffin. Yeah. My hands get cold. Some form of gloves might be in order. My toes get <laughs> cold. Some form of shoes <laughs> might be in order. <laughs> they sell those? Yeah. <laughs> oh. They're like gloves, but for your feet. Oh, dear. <laughs> feet gloves. Socks. Get some of those, get some of those toe shoes. They're, n- they're nifty. Skeletos. Yeah, walk around in them and wear one of those walk-in sleeping bags and you'll look awesome. They look douche. Oh my god, I want that sleeping I forgot about it and I want it again. Did you see that <laughs> picture that I sent you? Of this bag? Yeah, I was at Target yeah. and I saw the walking sleeping bag. Yeah. Good stuff. Can't wait to get a Target. Oh, dude. You got Are a you guys getting Target? Hmm? No. Oh. To Target. When I Tom comes over for the Grand American Tour... Yeah. Mm, I went to I New York Target. and they didn't have any targets. I was disappointed. Target ditched so. us. Yeah, they said, you guys don't want to use them buy enough. <laughs> because it was so much more expensive than Target in America. Like, the prices were obscene and they never had anything in stock. Like, ever. It was crazy. There'd be shelves empty for, like, months mm. because they never refilled stock. Hmm. And then they complained. Friggin' Target. Hmm. Hmm. So, one final thought. I wanted to get... I wanted to hear... Uh, oh, actually, no. I want to hear Tom's 
uh, <laughs> recommendation or not recommendation, the thoughts on all the candy that I sent over. Oh, yes. <laughs> I sent Tom a care package or care packagio. You did. And um, as well as the awesome Metal Gear Solid stocking, there was an abundance of candy. candy. Or as we call them. I seem to remember sending you two boxes of candy, huge care packages, and you threw most of it away. You're like, this is fucking disgusting. Because <laughs> you sent me Hershey's and it tastes like vomit. That's why. <laughs> Thanks would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Eric. This is puke. <laughs> so what was? was in the care package? It was um, Johnny Ranchers, which we don't have. Three kinds. Really? Three kinds. Yeah, I mean, you can buy them from the little import shops, but they're really expensive. Um, yeah, they're the best. There's like the crunch and chew ones, the hard candy, and the gummy. They were all brilliant. In fact, there's still some hard candies left because you try and bite those things and you got a trip to the dentist coming. But then the the, the crunchy <laughs> ones are like crack. Yeah, they're I've really good. I've never had the crunchy ones. Yeah, they're oh. they're crunchy with a little bit of the soft, gooey stuff in the middle. And Christy and I took Ellie on a walk a couple weeks ago, and um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to send the whole five pound bag to Tom, so I just threw a few in there. And I took a fistful of them with me on our walk, probably fifteen or twenty of them, and I ate all of them within a ten minute period. You have bags of sweets that are five pounds. Oh, I took a picture. Weight? I took a picture last night that I need to send you right now. Oh, I've seen these. Giant. That's two point five, two point two kilograms of candy. Yeah, that's Costco. how much is that? That's the snack size. Is that like a dollar? <laughs> uh, that big bag of the Jolly Ranchers that I bought was like three and a half bucks. Uh, okay, so Jeez. five pounds of candy. Well, it probably wasn't five pounds, but it was definitely more than. Yeah. Okay. A small that's bag. Um, well. Um... Yeah, there was, what was the other stuff? There was the sour straws. Sour punch straws. Sour punch straws. Um, there was. Sour Patch geez. Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, they were good. There was Dots. Dots oh, were my favorite. Dots are like Oh my God, a, yard, a yard of Twix. Yeah, we sell Twix by the yard over here. <laughs> oh, oh my okay. God. And if you zoom in on that Hershey's white chocolate one, it says snack size. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size That's of that freaking Rice Krispie treat. That thing is is yeah. That one's crazy. Table. Those those uh, Reese's oh cups. Each one two pounds. Oh do you guys God. have the huge gummy bears? Yeah. The, oh, like, of course. How much do they weigh? A lot. Tom, look at the size of that box of Nerds. Oh my days. Yeah. 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 Kit, so I, Kit Kat has different packaging in America. Yeah. That's so, the party um, box. But yeah, there was lots of good stuff, but there was one specific item that I would not have normally included myself in a candy package. I set out <laughs> to see if I could make Tom vomit, and I got really close. Yeah, you were dangerously close, son. Yes. I was. I decided to... Well, uh, a little tried, background uh, here. There's uh, the, the, the Mexican candy down here is... How do I say it? fucking disgusting <laughs> that's really? very accurate yeah 100 percent accurate oh my god they've got these these fruit suckers that they douse in chili powder mm-hmm. oh didn't you send me yeah. them as well 
I think I sent you. Yeah, I sent you the pineapple ones. Yeah, they were awful. so Dan can relate. I said, right. but it's like it's, hot chocolate. No, 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 no. It is hot vomit, diarrhea, death in your mouth. Yes, it I was. Sh- it looked like um, the way the lolly was kind of inside the packet. It looked like a bit of chicken, <laughs> raw like that's chicken, a bit of raw really? chicken covered covered in spice. And I was just looking at it like, what? What is this? And when I pulled it out, it, it was stuck to the label, and it looked like peanut butter. And I thought, well, if it's peanut butter, maybe that's that's okay. See what it's like. It was not peanut butter. Oh, I think Jeez. I have a picture of it. Here, these it, right here. There was so They're much powder. Benny mango. There was so much spice. There was spice all over the bottom of the stick. And I tried one. Hated it. I had. I had just like kind of sucked it for a minute. Well, because I put on there the world record for me is like 32 seconds keeping it in my mouth before I had to take it out. Yeah, and I tried the it for world, a minute. The world record for you. Yes, my world record. <laughs> Your personal world no, record. It's my, <laughs> I am the world. <laughs> um, but look at that thing. It looks like a chicken nugget. It looks nugget. like a chicken nugget. They're yeah. disgusting. And um, I thought... Uh, and I, I told Eric these are disgusting. I've had I had it in my mouth for a minute. He's like, "Oh, you should have filmed it." So I thought, "Okay, I'll do one more." And then I was just dreading it even more the second time around because I knew it was coming. Started filming, managed to keep it in my mouth for about two minutes, and it was so bad. The saliva in my mouth was turning into this like chili mush, and oh. I just I almost I just started to gag because I could just taste this nastiness in my mouth. And when like, you can't like get it out. The, the yeah, second picture I to, that I sent yeah. you is the one I sent you, right, Dan? The Benny uh, Elatitos? No, I don't. No, I don't think I've had that. These ones, Tom, are even worse than the they Benny can't. mangoes. No, no. Do people reason, actually like these? Oh yeah, my brother liked liked one. My brother had one and he ate the whole thing. And did <laughs> he look at you and go, "Yeah, not bad." Yeah, and I was trying to prank him, and he was the like, video yeah. that Tom sent me very clearly at the end. He's ready to gag. <laughs> yeah, very then, clearly. My girlfriend's Aww. filming. Did you post she, this video? I'd, I'd sent it to Eric as proof that I was build, beating his world record. Yeah, it's disgusting. <sighs> his personal world record. So I'll get you his some of the Benny Ilotitos when you come down here. Ugh, this just sounds terrible. Like spiky testicles, pineapple lollies. <laughs> lollies in quotes. That is not a fucking lolly. Yeah, I'm, I'm never coming to visit. <laughs> De- desert heat. <laughs> Food that makes good luck, puke. Tom. Good luck, Tom. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be a joy. So, <sighs> I also oh. sent you guys a bunch of songs that I wrote. Oh yeah. Oh, we forgot about they were these. Good. Jess, did you see those? Was that on Drive? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I downloaded them. I haven't looked at them yet. Oh, but I'm excited you, now. Give you guys some background. He's done a song about shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and a song about Star Wars. So this, one each the, week. the Star Wars song started out as a joke because when we were in college, there was this guy that was a super Star Trek nerd. So we wrote a song called Star Trek, but it was all about Star Wars. <laughs> and we he would sit down in the lobby and watch TV and we'd stand up on the you balcony so above edgy. and sing this song to him. And the premise of the song was basically, fuck you, Star Trek. Oh, it was pretty sweet. So edgy. It was. Um, but yeah, the shit song's my favorite. It's called I Heart pooping and texting you about it (laughs) 
It's a good one. Maybe maybe we'll release that as a Patreon goal. <laughs> so you can put it on the outro for the show. Yeah. I feel bad for everyone now. It's good. It's a good song. It's catchy. We'll put it. We'll put it in the um the one where you get the start of the show. We'll just play it at the start. <laughs> one week. There's my obligatory wet fart noises in there too. So yes. Yeah. Wonderful. But every week, every week, every week. So sometime down the road. All right, we should probably wrap this thing up next week. Wipeout sixty four and some of the rush games. Uh, mm. Yam, where can we find you on Twitter? <laughs> uh, Hyper Jelly. No, you need to change it to Yombreda now. Yombreda. Oh. <laughs> Dan, where can we find you? Frosted Sloth. Yes. I'm a Jess. You can find me at Honest Pizza. That is going to do it for this week. We'll see you all next week. 